So my question to you is, what are you trying to hide and pretending not to know about yourself? And thinking that God doesn't know. Hey guys, welcome back to Seek Truth Podcast with your host, Ashley Paola. Uh, this is episode two of season two. So excited. This one, I I have like literally like 85 topics that I want, like that I just pre-planned because I don't know where I heard this, but I heard like, I was like, you know, studying on how to open up or start up a, a podcast. And someone said, write down like 25, 50 topics. So you know that you're for sure passionate about this and you're not going to run out of ideas and it's just not something that you're going to do like one two three episodes and be like uh writer's block right so i ended up coming up with 85 topics so i was like okay god this is this is for real i really i, I really dig you i'm really about you uh but this topic that i'm going to talk about today isn't even part of those 85 topics that i came up with i was literally getting ready and it just got i got hit with it and i think it's like the perfect topic because as many of you know, and maybe if you're new here, I come from a new age background. So I was really big into yoga, crystals. I was teaching yoga. I was like, I loved manifestation, right? I was like putting candles and I would literally do witchcraft. Like now I know it's witchcraft, but back then I didn't know it was witchcraft. I was literally writing down spells, putting candles, lighting candles, putting the crystals, lighting the crystals into astrology, psychedelics. I say all that to say that law of attraction was a huge, huge part of my life. And um, part of law of attraction and part of the new age practice in general is becoming self-aware. And I think self-awareness is still a huge component of Christianity and following Jesus. Like you need to be self-aware of who you are and who Jesus is and where you stand right now in life, spiritually, physically, all of that in order to walk forward with God. But it's it's coming from a different approach. It's not coming from an approach of self-awareness and I have the power and I have to just become more powerful and more aware so I can unlock new levels. It's a completely different self-awareness and it's a, the, the most powerful self-awareness and there's actually scripture to back it up. Okay, guys. so. Open up your Bibles, get your Bibles out, get your notebooks out. If you're driving, don't do that, but just listen, okay? Because, and really do your best to remember these Bible verses because, again, it's it comes in clutch when you're on your walk, re, like remembering scripture. Just become very self-aware of where you're at right now and my voice and what God is trying to convey to you. And before I move forward, I will say, whether it's me, anybody else on YouTube, Spotify, whoever you're listening to other than the Bible, just take the best, leave the rest. You just use discernment. And if you're not in the Bible, you're not going to be able to really discern what's from the spirit, what's from the flesh and emotions. Okay. So at the end of the day, I'm just another human that is flawed and it's not perfect, but there are some things that I know that the spirit is conveying through me, but you have to also work with God to figure out what's 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 the sauce and what's 
not sauce, okay? Anyways, all right, so. Okay, so let's open up to chapter three of the book of Genesis. This is the temptation, the one and only fall of man. This is where all got messed up, to say the least. This is where things got bad where Eve believed the first lie that was told by Satan and is the still it's still the same lie that is being told today. I've talked about this before, but new age spirituality, manifestation, law of attraction, all of that is literally the foundation of the fall of man. And we're going to read it and we'll talk about it more. There's just so much to unpack here, but again, just I really want you guys to go into this asking God to really reveal how this applies to your day right now because it is something that we are all battling till this day right now this second okay so verse three now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made and he said to the woman has God indeed said y'all shall not eat y'all I really just said y'all L-O-L, whatever. Y'all shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, y'all shall not eat, nor should you touch it, lest you should die. Then the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die, for God knows that in the day you eat of your eyes will be open, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were open, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Okay, this is this is this is the verse, okay? Self-awareness. Then the Lord God asked and called to Adam and said to him, Where are you? So he said, I heard your voice in the garden. I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. And he said, who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you that you should not eat? Then the man said, the woman who gave <laughs> you gave to be with me, she gave me the tree and I ate it. He, he literally called out his wife. He's like, uh, the wife you gifted me? Yeah, she's the one that did it. Talk to her. Crazy. And the Lord God said to the woman, what is this that you have done? Okay, so let let's just that's that's really all we really needed go over we can go on but, but for self-awareness purposes there's so much to unpack here as you know we the second that eve took the fruit and ate from from that tree she now her consciousness was shifted she was aware of good and evil. She was, both of them, their eyes were open and they knew that they were naked, right? So now their innocence was was removed. And so with that, when God asks Adam and said to him, where are you? It was a self-awareness question. 
God was really, God knew, God already knew beginning to end, okay, what was, what was going to go down, okay, that's why he had the redemption plan from the beginning, but the fact that he asked Adam, where are you, as if he doesn't know, of course he, kn he knows where Adam's at, he was asking it for Adam's sake, not for, his, for God's sake, it's not like, oh, Adam, where are you? I created you. I, I know the beginning to end, but where are you? No, he was doing it for Adam. He's like, yo, Adam, where are you? Like, what's up? Like, are you like, where are you at? Verse 10 is even more significant. And it's so relatable to our day today because so then Adam said, I heard your voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. So my question to you is, what are you trying to hide and pretending not to know about yourself? And thinking that God doesn't know about you. He knows everything about you. We are truly naked to him. He sees every single crevice, <laughs> pimple, like dark spot. All our flaws. He knows everything about us. Spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally. He's asking you, where are you, child? Where are you, Ashley? Where are you, blank? Whoever you are, your name. Where are you? Not because he doesn't know. He, he is, he's like, okay, you're in a fallen state. Are you aware of that? Are you, whoa. Are you aware of how broken you are? Are you aware of how much of a liar you are? How manipulative you are? How much of a cheater you are? How much of a, a, a woman beater you are? How much of a an addict you are? Whatever it is, how much you're so concerned about what people think, how broken you are from your childhood. Are you aware of your broken, fallen state? Where are you? Because unless you understand, until I understand, we all understand where we stand as humans on earth, in our it, what state we're actually in, why would we ever need God? Why would we ever need a savior? Nothing else would make sense. So God is, wants to make sure we know where we're at. We are sinners. We are broken. We are separate from God. But God, remember, every time but God is, is in the Bible, it's, it's a sign of his mercy, of his love. It's his characteristics like, yo, bad, 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 but God made a way. But God had a plan. But God loved us so much and he loves us so much, even though he sees our nakedness, even though he knows we failed that we that we he knew he knew Eve and Adam did what they did again you really think God was asking for him no he he knows but he wants to make sure we know our place because when we know our place when we're aware of our darkness our sinfulness our ugly parts once we really understand and can come to a like unknowing and and acknowledging that that's when we're set free 
that's when we can move forward with God's plan. I really encourage you to ask yourself, write down, like, where are you? And like physically, emotionally, spiritually, all like in every way and being real with yourself and asking God to reveal that, like, where, where are you? And then, you know, as I mentioned in the beginning, like the difference between new age and Christianity is that new age, I, when I was in new age, I was literally so aware of my darkness and how ugly of a person I really was and how, how much healing I needed. But I put all that pressure to heal on myself. I needed to meditate more. I needed more crystals. I needed to do one more yoga practice. I needed to listen to more binaural beats. I needed to go to that one more seminar, one more mentor, one more book. All these works, 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 works. Satan's first lie was telling Eve, if you eat that fruit, girl, you're going to be just like God. You're going to be all-knowing, all-powerful, right? That is, that is exactly the lie that's still going on today in many different forms. But I'm talking about personal development right now and new age form. It's putting all the pressure on you. And there's no way, no way we're able to heal ourselves. We are not God. We are nothing without God. We literally are nothing without God. And when we understand our position and understanding, yo, I can't heal myself. The second I stop striving and heal myself, I let go. Now, don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying take not do not take responsibility for where you're at because there is still a level of free will that God has given us because he wants to partner with us. He wants us to grab his hand and and ask him to take over and to and to show us and to guide us, but we still need to move with him. God's not gonna drag us. God, he's such a gentleman. He's always there ready for us, but we need to partner with him. We need to accept him, acknowledge him, praise him, be aware of where we're at and who he, he is. Once we are aware of the positioning, that's when the healing can take place. So, I encourage you guys to really ask yourself, where are you? Get real with yourself and not say this with as much compassion as possible. Don't stay in victim mode. Do not stay in victim mode. You are victorious. When you receive Jesus and you, yes, you're aware of all your brokenness, your childhood, this, this, and this, and this, and that. Guys, if y'all knew what I've been through, most of you would never even like believe if I told you situations that I've been in. I could easily be like, oh my goodness, whatever. No, but I am a born again Christian. I have the Holy Spirit inside of me and I am victorious. And he, is a, he has healed me. He has redeemed me. He has saved me. And he is not done with me yet. When you know your position, not just in the broken state, but also as a new creation in Christ, that's where change happens. But if you just stay in victim mode and, oh, I'm broken or this has happened, I just can't, I just this, I just that, 
It's almost like that negative thinking. It's it's just being completely unaware of your new creation and your new placement in Christ. I encourage you to read a book of Ephesians. It really goes into our wealth, our inheritance once we're a new believer. It's so important to read the Bible because when you read the Bible, it speaks to you and it 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 re it brings more self-awareness of who you are and who you're not. So it's the balance of I'm broken, I need a savior, and also I am redeemed and I am a new creation. But I will always need a savior so I can be that new creation. And I have to die every day and choose Christ. And it's just this balancing act, but it's not heavy. And that's the difference of new age and personal development and Christianity and Jesus. You have the free will and you're taking the steps, but you're doing it through God's power, not your own power. Because your power would never be enough. It will never be enough. And the second you really can grasp that and release that striving and just trying to make it work on your own power is when you release the anxiety, when you release the depression, you release the shame, the guilt, the numbness, the coldness, right? I remember telling my mom and dad, I literally feel like I'm cold. Like I don't feel anything. Now I cry at just the thought of certain things, right? My heart is redeemed. I was broken. I was cold. I had abandonment issues. I had a near-death experience in domestic violence. There's so many things. I've been addicted to things. But God saved me. And I didn't save myself. I didn't. I was doing all of that because of the broken state I was in. Because of this earth that we're, we're in. Because of chapter 3 in Genesis. But God came down. Walked the earth died on the cross, a sinless man, replaced the death that we were going to have. And now we are, have the Holy Spirit that is redeeming us, that is freeing us, that is healing us. But I only know that because I am self-aware of who I am and who I'm not and who he is and who he isn't. But that takes reading the Bible. That takes getting quiet time. That takes praying. And not because you have to, because you want to. And it's the gift. It's a gift he is giving us. It's his way of communicating with us. It's his way of shining light. So we become more aware of who we are and who we aren't. Do not stay in victim mode, guys. Do not. This is for someone. Sometimes it's not a demon. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's not spiritual warfare or the enemy. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's just your lack of discipline and willingness. And I'm talking to myself as well. Sometimes it is you. It is. God didn't want robots. If he wanted robots, he would have not given us free will and he would have made it easy. He would have made it easy and we would just obey him. Right, And we would just have this perfect union with him. But it ha would have no substance. He gave us free will because he wants actual, true relationship with us. I always use this example. But it's just like, to me, the easiest example. It's like any other romantic relationship here on earth. Imagine being with someone just because they 
they're just programmed to love you. They're just programmed to do things. But it's not because it genuinely came out of their heart. And they had to make decisions. They had to make the choice to love you. And to be there for you. And to go on dates with you. And to get to know you. And to buy you things. Because they, they, they want to know you. They want to love you. They want to experience you. That's the same thing with God. We still have that choice. Because he didn't want us to just be programmed robots. He wanted that genuine, real relationship. And so because of our broken state, because we're not fully redeemed yet until we get to heaven, it's a balancing act of our brokenness. But then we're, we're redeemed and we have Jesus and we have Christ. But it's a daily choice to be with God, be in communion with God. The Holy Spirit will never leave you or forsake you. He is with you. If you're a true believer, if you have fully believed that who Jesus is and was on that cross, the Holy Spirit, you can't just go uh, like pray the Holy Spirit to come in. He's in you. But are you aware of the Holy Spirit? Are you aware of God? Because there's a bunch of distractions that will make you very unaware. Of, of God's presence. He's here right now. People think that he's just so far. And oh I've done this and I've done that. And now he's just so far. No you're just scrolling too much. No you're just listening to the wrong things. You're overeating. You're having sex. With a bunch of people. You're giving all your time and energy into your career. Of course you're not going to be aware of God. Even though he's right here. I know this message was a little bit more harsh, but it's just something that God put in my, my heart for both of us. When I talk to you guys, I'm talking to me because God, that's how God be doing. He just like be convicting and, and all that. So guys, where are you? Where are you? Be real with yourself. Do not stay unaware of God's presence and you're not a victim. Stop being a victim. Learn who you are in Christ Jesus, who he is for you and who you are for him. It's a two-way thing. He loves you so much. He wants you to be aware of that, but he also wants you to know your place in the most loving way possible. <laughs> I think that's it. I think that's where we're going to end it. I love you guys. And some of these messages are a little bit harder to swallow but I I I really believe that being a Christ follower isn't rainbows and butterflies it's it's a lot of becoming self-aware and a lot of times becoming self-aware is very uncomfortable it's very uncomfortable but there's a purpose for it there's a purpose for the uncomfortability, for the pain, for the embarrassment, for the guilt, all of that. There's a purpose to it. And he's here to redeem us and to use us and to use it for good, if we're aware. So, Father God, King Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you for another episode. God, may everything we spoke about today, whatever it is that you wanted us to hear individually and, 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 and feel, I ask that you water it, Lord, and you just sh continue to show us as we go through our week, Lord. We love you so much, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Share this. 
like this, subscribe, do the thing. I love y'all so much, for real. Like for real, for real, this is, I'm, I'm so grateful for y'all. And I hope this has blessed you.